it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Greetings and salutations, everyone. It's Rich Wilson. Welcome to Fantasy Baseball Live. It is Sunday, August 8th, about 10 of 4 in the afternoon here on the East Coast. And I'm here with my good friend, the great Tim McLeod, who has agreed to do this a little bit early because uh, my wife and daughter, Timmy, they're at her bridal shower. So hopefully uh, we'll be done before they get back into the house. Yeah, sounds like a good plan. And hey, I was just kicking back watching some uh, watching some of the action from today. And hey, if it works for you, it works for me, Rich. I'm sounds, easy. sounds great. Tim uh, introduced me to a new phrase before we got on the air. Timmy, what was it? Pitter patter something. Let, let's get at her. All right, everybody. That's when somebody asks you, when your wife or spouse asks you to do something, pitter patter. Let's get at her. That's what you want to say, Timmy. That'll put a smile on anybody's face. Well, I would think so. Yeah. Well, again, depending on how you know how many times you want to paint the, f- the fence or you know get at your chores. Yeah, it uh, it has its moments. That's an old expression. I, I've used that one for probably fifty, sixty years. Never heard it, Timmy. Never. Well, you haven't heard it in sixty years. And you're not that old. You would use it when you're five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My mom okay. used to use it, use it all funny. the time. That's oh, so yeah. That's, a, that's an oldie, and it's just one that I haven't used in a while. But, yeah, it's amazing the things you remember. Eh? Every once in a while, the brain kicks in, and that, that virtual storehouse of useless information spits something even more useless out, right? <laughs> Speaking of putting a uh, smile on your face, Timmy, yes. Louise Gill, putting a smile mm. on people who – made a made a strategic pickup before he came up or have daily pickups another five innings two hits two walks eight strikeouts he has yet to give up an earned run yeah very very impressive display today against one of the best offenses in the league in seattle's right oh sorry that was sarcasm yeah i mean so yeah and it's yeah, I mean, look, it, it reminds me a little bit of uh, Sixto Sanchez when he came up. Similar kind of profile, big, strong kid who throws really hard. Um, and it, I guess it depends on how long it's going to take for the league to figure him out. But if he's going to throw strikes, Timmy, it's going to be pretty yeah. darn good. Yeah, no, uh, glad to see only two walks. Uh, he, he definitely gets mentioned in, my, in the waiver wire article today. And... Next week is a big test for Gil. 
Mm-hmm. He's heading into Chicago to play the White Sox uh, in whatever park it is currently named, uh, because I forget them. Uh, that is that first rate or irate uh, field or whatever. I remember it is, but... in a cellular one, Tim. That's that's uh, my knowledge is about four years old. <laughs> yeah, it's probably changed names, but ne- next week will be a good test for him. It really will. Uh, yeah, hey, this week the offenses were a little on the light side, but when you start looking, the you know the White, White Sox will give him a really, really good challenge. I think guaranteed rate field. I said I call it I rate field. Yeah, so. Let's talk about the White Sox for a moment, Tim. Like, okay. hey, uh, Jesus Abreu, um, Jose Abreu, excuse me. Jose right. Abreu is a guy that I have told people for, don't worry about the first three months of the season. He has money in the second half. To me, he has not been money. Well, he has. It's just not very much. <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's. I, I don't know. I mean, are we seeing potentially the pullback of Jose Abreu? Well, you know, we've got what seven weeks left. Yeah, basically. Yeah, he's he's usually cranking by now. He's got eighty-three RBIs, twenty-one mm-hmm. homers. Yeah. Okay, the batting average is off at two forty-seven, but I think you can pencil him in for twenty-five to thirty home runs. What's his on-base percentage? One hundred and ten RBIs. That's okay. What's his, his OB? OBP is three thirty three. It's it's a little off. Yeah, that's that's actually better than I would have thought because he's not a walk guy. So if he's got ninety points on on base percentage, that's not so bad. No, you know if you look at his career OBP numbers, you know the the first few years three forty seven, three fifty three, three fifty four. Twenty eighteen was three and a quarter, three thirty in twenty nineteen, three thirty three this year. The only thing that's off a bit this year is a batting average. So we've you, never seen you, a below two sixty five since he's been. So in the you league. think he gets thirty home runs? Ah, uh, I'm thinking he'll get closer to thirty than twenty five, but he'll be somewhere in there. And I think yeah. he's you know he's a lock. I think for one hundred and ten RBIs or very close to a lock for a hundred. With a shot for 110 RBIs, mm-hmm. which that's that's solid numbers, and that would make him uh, if he does that this year. That would be in his two, four, six, and eight seasons. That would give him six years with 100 plus RBIs, Rich. Yeah, well, I mean that's great production. I'm just looking for any kind of wobble here at all because yeah. you know you want to be able to alert someone going into. Um, the draft next year that maybe mm-hmm. you want to skip over Jose Abreu. So, well, he's thirty. He's thirty-four. He'll be turning thirty-five next January. Mm-hmm. So, at some point in time, the aging process one would think is going to kick in. But, but he kind of reminds uh, me of Nelson Cruz. You know, it's like he might be one of those guys that ages very gracefully. Yeah, he, he might be uh, at that, and you know, hey. If he can hit 25 homers and drive in 100 runs for the next two, three years, uh, that puts him as a t- probably a top five first baseman. And the consistency factor in there definitely has to count. You know, you're, I, I think you're lowering your risk with a player like a Brave. Now, granted, you're going to pay a bit more for it, but... Uh, as we've seen this year, sometimes it's worth paying that little bit extra. Yeah, I just don't want people to run it. I don't want him to turn into Paul Goldschmidt. 
No, I, I think the when you look at Goldschmidt, the reason that uh, I know I had concerns, and I believe you the same, is when we looked at Goldschmidt, a big chunk of his value was tied into those stolen bases. And at some point in time, we knew they were going to disappear. But he's running uh, more this year, I think. Yeah. He's got seven stolen bases. Yeah, for a first baseman, that's excellent. Yeah, But, again, he's not uh, the days of the 1520, and a lot of that drove his value. You know, yeah, but he'll probably steal 10 bases this year, close to it. Yeah, yeah, okay. that's not bad. But it's got to put again, him in the top three of first baseman and stolen bases. Well, yeah, uh, but you look at uh, 2020, and he stole one. 2019, uh, three. 2018, seven. Then you go back and you look at a run of 1832 and 21. That's That was the money. Right. That 2017 year when he had 36 homers, drove in 120 and stole 18 bases, that was that was huge. That won people leagues. Yeah, I'm just looking at, you know, the core skills and his his yeah. um, his walk rate is considerably down this year. His strikeouts are doing just fine. I mean, the okay. powers ISO is 178. When he was in his heyday, it was 243, 265, 216. So he was just just driving the ball. He's just not doing that as much anymore. And I just don't know when that's going to happen to um, Jose Abreu. So that, that's all I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, I wouldn't be con- – I'm not overly concerned heading into next year, uh, Rich. I, uh, and, again, you got to take a look uh, – this year, uh, it hasn't exactly been smooth sailing for the White Sox, has it? You know, they lost Eloy Jimenez. They mm-hmm. lost Robert. Uh, how many other players did they lose? And, you know, players shuffling into the lineup, out of the lineup. Uh, it hasn't exactly been smooth sailing, and he still maintains some pretty good numbers. So I think that bodes well looking at next year when hopefully they have all these guys playing full-time for them again. The other thing I was noticed when I was watching the game, and I, I owned um, um, Real Muto in a couple of leagues, Timmy, not uh, redraft mm-hmm. league, but dynasty leagues. Yeah. Do you know he hit his 13th home run today? And yeah. I just think that's a little – I mean, is he the number one catcher off the board again next year? Uh, it won't be for me, but, yeah, I can see where he's going to be top five for sure. Yeah, but he was the no-doubt first guy off the board. And if I'm looking at catchers so far this year, I mean, uh, let me get uh, all players here. And the guy at the top of the list is Salvador Perez, then followed by JT Romuto. And and then you can argue, I mean, can't you make an argument for Will Smith over Romuto? I think think you can. Uh, uh, Definitely, I I like Will Smith. I'm just... I'm just trying to. I'm looking at the uh, at the positional rankings. I'm just curious to see how I had them ranked this year. You had Riomito one, I believe. You had Perez number two. Okay. Um, maybe you had Will Smith number two. I'm not looking at that. It's interesting though. And then, and yeah, then I the... did. I did have Will Smith at two, and then I had Perez, Grandel, and Wilson Contreras. Yeah, that's that's pretty. I mean, Grandel was. I mean, I mean, the batting average league it was awful, but in on base percentage league. He was doing yeah. quite well, Timmy, until he got hurt. Yeah, exactly. The uh, the one player that uh, I should have ranked higher, 
but I just didn't have the intestinal fortitude to do it. It was Omar Narvaez. He's had a great year. Another home run today. Yeah. The guy that's uh, the soccer pick is, uh, well, I don't know, maybe he's not, Eric Haas. Tell me, he is one, oh, yeah. two, three, four. He's the fifth-ranked uh, catcher on the board. Yeah, I, you know, I'm going to have to spend a little bit more time looking uh, at the end of the year, looking to see, looking, you know, breaking down the numbers oh, a little bit. You but... should take a look at his strikeout rate, Timmy. It is the last I off looked, it was it was off the charts. Well, yeah, I. Yeah, thirty thirty two percent with a well, it's only got a two eighty nine Babbitt, but but a thirty two percent strikeout rate. He's he's almost got a three hundred ISO, which is just off the chart. So, I mean, that's, I mean, did you believe that a guy like that can repeat it? I don't know. Well, 79 strikeouts, 15 walks. Uh, he's got a sub 300 OBP. Mm-hmm. Uh, does this make him Sal Perez possibly? Boy, I don't know, Timmy. I would be gun shy of that. I mean, it, you know, it was an I older, wouldn't want to pay for it. I mean, an older <laughs> yeah. prospect when he yeah. came up and I mean, let's see, what is he? Uh, all these, 28 years old? I mean, mm-hmm. really? <laughs> I mean, everything looks I, like this is a guy that you don't want to, that you don't want to own. So. Yeah. They, it looks like he's going to have outfield eligibility, mm-hmm. but again, are you going to want to use him as a fifth outfielder? No, I don't think mm-hmm. so. I, I think you'd rather use him as a catcher. So mm-hmm. I just, I'm just looking for these guys that you, you feel like you're going to, to overdraft because people, you know, deeper leagues and serious leagues, I mean, they're starting to think about next year. Like, yeah. let me take a look at these guys. Is this real? Who's some guys that are having really terrible years and just jotting them on a piece of paper and putting them on the side of your uh, desk there and saying, I want to go back and look at these guys in January. Well, yeah. Uh, and that, that process, believe it or not, is going to start very soon, isn't it? It is. Well, yeah, guess what? I, guess a couple what months I fi- <laughs> Guess what? I finished up this weekend. You did your first uh, set of team capsules for your prospects. I did not team capsules. I did my first rankings by by team. So I've got about oh, okay. average of about twenty two or twenty three players in each uh, on each team, and I ranked them and you know trying to get them into some kind of broad position. Timmy, it was it was tough, man. It took me I don't know. 15, 16 hours to kind of go through them all. And some teams I don't have, I don't even have 15 guys. So I got some work to do, but most of them I've got like 20, 25 guys. So, well, yeah, no, it's, it's tough. And when you factor in the short season last year, Mm -hmm. uh, that doesn't make it any easier. So uh, I don't envy you. It's, uh, you're going to have your hands full and pay as am I, when it comes time to do my rankings for next year, we're, we're both going to, have to do a lot of uh, deep diving. Is that the right way of putting it? Yeah, you know what though, Timmy. It's and I because I I've done this for years. Whenever I right. got to the Washington Nationals, I mm-hmm. just kind of like I took it like a deep sigh. Like I really don't want to do this one because it was yeah. so bad. Timmy, it was a pleasure to kind of go through and collect names for that. I mean, they've made that that minor league team, a minor league system, a lot better. And it granted, Josiah Gray and maybe uh, Caber Ruiz won't even have prospect eligibility, but it's pretty strong if you take a look at it right now. I mean, just you see what Josiah Gray just did yesterday. I mean, it was uh, great. 
Well, it was it was really really good, definitely. Uh, I, you know, I, I think the Nationals will be happy with both of those prospects long term. But yeah, there's that Cavelli kid. He he's sort of okay, isn't he? Timmy, I mean, you can make an argument. He's top three minor league pitcher. I mean, you can uh, also make the argument yeah. with what Reed Detmers is doing. He's up there, and Edward Cabrera shoved it again last night. I mean, you know, he, he walks mm-hmm. a few too many, but, I mean, the stuff is just ridiculous. What was that Perez, that Perez kid? I Yuri Perez. Strong. I think I have yeah, him in every, every dynasty league. So, oh, yeah. So I, you, I, heathen, I, you heathen, and I'm not saying that in a nice way. but No, no, it's uh, – He six, had himself an outstanding effort. Oh, he's been great to oh. me. He's, he's here's the deal with uh, Yuri Perez. When okay. he's he turned 18 years old on April 15th, so he's in full season full season ball low A the entire season. He's six feet eight. That's an eight, Timmy, and he weighs okay. about 210 pounds. But he throws 97, 98 with really good secondary pitches. There's a chance he makes the major leagues when he's 20 years old. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He's That's... somebody that people, if you listen to my midweek podcast there, sir, you would have known about him probably <laughs> May 15th. So, because he's, he's, he's had a really remarkable season. So, well, I, the Marlins are loaded, aren't they? Yeah. Timmy, you see a guy who's on the Marlins, a pitcher. That's the guy you pick up. You don't even like yeah. look at the stat line. You just go and pick him up. <laughs> well, yeah, you might as well. Have you been following what Eliza uh, Hernandez is doing on his rehab? Yeah. Yeah. Lights out. It, it's, it's, and I don't know what they're doing, Timmy, but they have, they're figuring something out. I mean, it's whether it's in yeah. their player evaluation or what's on the development side. Uh, I don't know, Timmy. I know they're missing on some guys because they always do that. It sure doesn't feel like they're missing on many pitchers at the moment. No. Hesser would be one they might have missed on. Uh, seven earned runs in one inning in Colorado today. But, uh, yeah, we'll yep. we'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah, every, everybody can get beat up in Colorado, and, and Hess proved it again today. So, Timmy, let's take a look. I like to do this yeah. probably about once a month, and it's getting close mm-hmm. to, you know, as we get – deeper and deeper into August real baseball starts to get fun Timmy, because we start mm-hmm. to see the standings and I just kind of wanted to review what's going on. I'm taking a look at the AL East. All yep. of a sudden the Tampa Bay Rays are seven to three of the last 10. They've now got a three game lead over the Red Sox. The Yankees are reborn. They're eight and two over the last 10. They're five and a half games out. Toronto is playing well, eight and two also in the last 10 there are only seven games back. How does the AL East finish up here? Well, you know, with the way the Rays are playing, uh, you'd have to think that they're the favorites to clinch, clinch that division. But at the same time, any one of the four teams that are in there, all they need is one swoon, one small swoon, you know, where they go like Boston did this week. They managed to hold on to the lead you know, it, it, for second, they ended up holding on to second spot, but all of a sudden, with a two and eight past ten, they're now one game up on the Yankees and one game up on the Blue Jays. All it takes is any one of those teams to swoon at the wrong time, and any one of those four teams, uh, or any three of those four teams, could be playoff bound. Yeah, I have a hard time trying to predict. You know, you look at the Rays on paper, okay, and you say, how are they doing it? But they are. Okay, you know, 
Boston's got Chris Sale coming back. And may, may I comment on the Rays, Timmy? Yeah. Well, first of all, Franco's played a lot better. Two mm-hmm. is Nelson Cruz is a big addition. That was a great yeah. pickup by them. Guy's a really good player and – uh, you know, kind of a, a like a papa, big papa sitting in in that yeah. uh, dugout, and I, I think he's, I think it's a really good pickup. And have you seen what Shane McClanahan is is doing? I mean, he's kind oh, of like a it. like a mini Tyler Glasnow. I mean, they they're going to miss Glasnow in the playoffs, but he's <laughs> really stepped up. Yeah, he really has, and and they're getting a lot of performances from people you wouldn't expect it. Mm-hmm. Okay, like Brett Phillips. Two home runs today. Like, I love Brett Phillips. Yeah. That pat on the head. You know yeah. what I mean? When he, Yeah. I mean, Brett Phillips is great for the game of baseball. But is he that good of a player? No, he's a fourth outfielder. Right. Sure he is. Five RBIs, two homers today. And the Rays, who who were down five to two, all of a sudden are up nine to five. Yeah. yeah I st- so I, I'd still I, like to see Brett Phillips on the bump, Timmy. It was funny. I, you, he he pitched in a game they were they were getting blown out in. I don't know if you saw it. The first pitch he threw was ninety four miles an hour, and then no, he started ninety four. <laughs> yeah, and then he started throwing junk oh, balls like you know thirty two yeah. mile an hour floaters and so forth. But oh. it was funny. I was watching the game and the broadcasters go, "Oh, that must be a mistake." And it was like, "No, this guy has like <laughs> seventy great arm, man." So it, yeah. it, he's he's got a lot of skills. He's just never ever been able to hit right. So it's a fourth outfielder, classic yeah. classic fourth outfielder, and a good guy, a fun yeah. guy. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So yeah. so Tampa holds off the Red Sox in, in Toronto. If I had to pick it today, I'd have to go with the way it sits: Tampa, Boston, and the Yankees. But again, the Jays the Jays could end up winning that division if they can put together a couple hot weeks. Yeah, but so seven, could Boston. Seven game back. The Yan- Look, I know we don't. I know you said the Yankees will finish in fourth, and I agree with you. They're old, injured. I, I I've said it so. But if Luis Gill is maybe who he is, his first two games. Lewis Severina yeah. comes back in a couple of weeks. Garrett Cole comes back in, you know, as a great pitcher, or a good pitcher, yeah. maybe not a great pitcher. And you throw in a little bit of uh, some Italian and some other guys. They might have enough, Tim. Yeah, they might have enough. But the, did you see the play today? I, I did. Roughnet Odor made at second base? No. It was absolutely pathetic that's that's what the best way i can describe the ball was hit sharply to uh the hole between first and second the first baseman dove for it caught it okay mm-hmm. got up on one knee and fired a strike to second base as roughnet odor was coming across for the force out roughnet odor stopped he, he stopped? didn't he didn't he didn't proceed to second base he stood there yeah like in a trance he's a bad he's in, a bad baseball the ball went into yeah, left field like you can't be making stupid mistakes like that. Yeah. You know, you, you, you just can't. And, uh, you know, I, the way I would like it to finish would be Tampa Bay, Boston, and the Jays. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to shake down, but those four teams, they're all playoff caliber type teams. And they've all done the things they need to do to upgrade at yeah. the deadline and with injuries and players returning. Yeah, 
That's yeah. how I'd like it to, to end Yeah, up. not not to be a Yankee hater, because I'm really not, Tim. I'm, I'm not a lover or a hater of any team. I'm really not. But no, I, the Yankees just have done everything wrong with this team. <laughs> and they should lose, I right? I mean, they should yeah. lose. So uh, yeah. I don't want them to lose. I don't want them to win. But they, based on the construction of that team, it's not a very good team. And if they somehow magically figure it out with some of these guys coming back, then good on them. But yeah. I, I, I don't know, Tim. It doesn't feel good. Yeah, the one thing they needed more than anything else at the deadline they didn't get. Yep. Starting pitcher. Yeah, Andrew Haney looked good yesterday, Tim. Eight strikeouts. I saw the game. We pitched okay. Yeah, every time I hear that name, I think of Green Acres. Yeah. Well, now they now these all just... shaved, and now these all shaved up because he's a Yankee. Tim, he looks about twelve, <laughs> so it's, it might oh, fit. <laughs> it's, it's like, <laughs> let's go to the Central, Timmy. The White Sox commanding league, ten and a half games up. You know they they're they're going to win easily, right? Yeah, done like dinner, and nobody else nobody else is going anywhere in the Central. Does Det- it's just not going to happen. Detroit at fifty four and fifty nine. Do they? Do they get to 500 this year? It's possible they finish second, yes. Yeah. That they pass, you know, they pass Cleveland. I don't think they will because I, I think they're going to take uh, the big three pitchers mm-hmm. and combined all three of them will pitch uh, 30 innings in September. Yeah. If that, yeah. The, if that. Yeah. Yeah. So, again – they're not going to overwork those kids. They're going to downshift and, you know, give them a start every other week, whatever they have to do. Uh, if second place got them a playoff spot, you might see a little bit more work. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be overworked. But you might see a little bit more, but definitely heading into next year. Uh, I like the Tigers to finish second in that division and possibly with the addition of Jonathan Scope for a couple of years, a very, very smart signing on their behalf. Uh, they won't challenge the White Sox, but second might find them in a playoff situation next year because, hey, they're going to they're gonna play Cleveland, Kansas City, and Minnesota an awful lot, aren't they? Yeah, and I, I love A.J. Hench. I think he makes that. He's one of the few managers yeah. that makes their team better, and I yeah, I, I'm I thumbs up on Detroit. And on, on Manning, he has not been very good, Timmy. I need to dig into him a little bit uh, now right. that we've got some data on him. It feels, without looking at anything, a lot like Scooble and Mize last year, who he's going to be really cheap at the draft table, and it might be yeah. a guy that just needs some more development, and he could be really good next year. Yeah, I I can tell you right now, uh, when I'm looking at really late round gambles, he'll probably be one of mine, Rich. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I'm, let me take a look at the data. I'll tell you what. It, at least, at least, yeah, at least what it's saying. And then Houston, it's going to come down to Houston and Oakland, Timmy, I, for the for the West. And I I kind of yeah. like what Oakland did at the deadline, Timmy. I think Starling Marte's a really good player. I know they gave up Jesus Azardo well, for him, but Marte's a really good player. They got some mm-hmm. nice relievers. That's a good team. How did Jesus Lazardo do in his last outing? Rich? Terrible. <laughs> He's terrible. <laughs> he, he doesn't have a breaking pitch, Timmy. So I mean, that's but yeah, uh, you know, you, you kind of kind of like where he landed, though, right? So it's if, if somebody can fix them, they can. So well, exactly. You know, Grant again, it was Colorado, but seven earned runs and four walks. That's yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 not good. But yeah, it it it's sort of uh, when when you look at how everything shook down. I know we were questioning, well, where's Marte going to play? Well, that sort of got solved fairly quickly, didn't it? Ramon Lariana, Timmy, suspended. Did I have that in the questions? Yeah, you did, as a matter of fact. Yep. I was attempting to sort of lead in, a, like a segue sort of thing, or one of them jobbies. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that a little later. That's a mystifying, Timmy. In 2021, uh, we got guys still taking PEDs. I, I just don't understand that. All right, well, so Houston, the old school PED. Yeah, PED. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know. Houston and Oakland, Timmy, who who takes it in the West? Uh, Houston. Uh and Oakland is uh, one of the wild card teams. Okay, well let's let's talk about the wild card, Timmy. Let me yes. flip over to look at that. So uh, you got you got the way it is now. You got chalk now. You got Tampa, Houston, and the White Sox. Currently, yeah. Boston and Oakland are uh, the two wild card teams. If the season were to end today, with the Yankees mm-hmm. a game and a half out, Toronto three games out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think Oakland's got enough. Uh, that they'll sneak into, they'll sneak into one of the one of the wild card spots. And what about Boston? Uh, Remember, Boston gets sailed back on Saturday. Yes, they do. Uh, it's it's going to be tough. It really is. I I could see it ending the way it sits today, Rich. Hmm. I have to tell you again. I don't root for teams, but I am kind of rooting for Toronto, Timmy. I really want to, I really want to see Vlad Guerrero and Bo Bichette and, and that's an amazing offense. I want to see those guys in the playoffs. Yeah. The Jays offense is as good as anybody's in the game. Vlad, he's been slumping a little bit the past week, but he had a home run today. So yeah, yeah, it's just a temporary glitch, but no, the, the problem, the problem in Toronto, uh, I believe the biggest problem was they they couldn't fill the fourth fifth starting role, mm-hmm. and the bullpen's been a mess all year. Yeah, injuries, et cetera, et cetera. So hey, uh, when you start looking at over the next couple of years, uh, the Jays are going to be a force in that division for at least the next three years. I think. I think longer than that, Timmy. I- you know, well, again, I just did their minor league system. It, it it's down a little bit because so many guys have been called up and they did move Austin Martin, but it's still pretty strong. So they've still got depth down there. And you you know, look if you can still dream on Nate Pearson coming up and being a number two starter, and it looks like Alec Manoa is a number two, number three starter, and they got Hunjin Rue for a couple more years. That's a guy that you can count. It's a really well constructed team. Yeah, Barrios for next year. That's yeah, right, it is Barrios well- for. Yeah, it's a well-constructed team. It really is. Uh, they should seriously consider uh, looking at extending, trying to find a way to get Robbie Ray tied up for a couple of years. Robbie Ray's been very good. I traded for him yeah. in a league, Timmy, that had Trevor Bauer, and I just saw my strikeout leadership dropping and dropping and dropping, and I have a chance to win that yeah. league, and mm. it's a dynasty league, and I moved a hell of a lot for Robbie Ray. And he might turn back into Robbie Ray next year. You know what I mean, right? The, the, yeah, <laughs> that bad yeah. pitcher. But yes, I, the the one that takes uh, ninety pitches to get through four innings. Yeah, and I've watched his last five. two outings. I mean, he still doesn't throw a ton of strikes, but the stuff is nasty. So, I, well, I, I I don't know. I I put it all to the wind and put it all on red and went for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you have to. 
Yep. Timmy, you let's... know how tough it is to win the dynasty leagues. Yeah. They're not easy to. They're not easy to 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 win. They really aren't. I don't think I'm going to win this one, but I'm going to give it a shot, Timmy. You know what the yeah, heck? I've never you. won yeah. this particular league. In fact, I've never even placed in the money. So, uh, so yeah. So I'm giving it a shot, Timmy. I continue to win and lead in my NFBC team. So with Good that, for you. with that, uh, and thank God for Josiah Gray, Daniel Lynch. <laughs> Uh, so it's it's oh. rocking and rolling with a bunch of no names. Timmy, let's take a quick break. We get back. Let's talk about the National League. Sounds good. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Timmy, we talked for 31 minutes. We did well. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot, man. I didn't. I didn't realize it went that long. Uh, Jeez, it's it, see when you have a good relationship like you and I do, it's literally you get lost in the conversation and you forget you're doing a show. <laughs> At least I do. <laughs> yeah, well, we've been doing it for so long. It's simply two good friends talking baseball, right? Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is great yeah, about podcasts because they're long form. I don't have a producer in my ear screaming at me that we have to take a break every nine minutes. Yeah. Which well, is, ex- exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I still do a lot of serious stuff, and it's like I, I hear okay. those guys always yelling at me. Uh, one minute thirty seconds. 45 seconds they start counting down and Tim, you can feel your heart starting to race faster it's like you start talking faster and faster it's it's crazy yeah Yeah, there's an art to doing live radio there really is there's a lot a lot of timing goes into it that we don't have to worry about no we don't just say shut up shut up mccloud (laughs) we've talked long enough let's throw a commercial in and away you go right timmy i think the national league east uh, the mets are Last uh, the last ten, they're two and eight. They've dropped all the way back to third place, two and a half games out. Uh, Tywin Walker looks terrible. Uh, one strikeout today, gave up two home runs in the first. I think he gave up a third home run. He doesn't look like the same guy. They are desperately missing Jacob Degrom. All of a sudden, yes. Timmy, that and and Michael Conforto, as you were talking about on Friday, that he looks terrible, Tim. Awful. 
So I don't know. I, so yeah. So who who takes it in the East? I got to go with the Phillies, and and he, and you know what? When I start looking at the Phillies, okay, and looking at what's what's happening around them, is it possible that we see a Cy Young winner and an MVP come from the Philadelphia Phillies this year? Well, first of all. If I, I'm going to kill myself if Zach Wheeler wins the Cy Young because I traded him for Josh Bell in a league, and that was a terrible trade by me, Timmy. I desperately uh, pitching that league, but he de- he deserves. I mean, he's. I'm not sure there's been many guys better than him in the National League, and I do not like Bryce Harper, but Bryce Harper's been very, very good. Yeah, you know Wheeler's now ten and six. He threw a complete game two hitter today with eleven strikeouts. I watched it. Yeah, I wanted to watch Walker, and then I didn't <laughs> want to watch Walker. <laughs> you, you know what? Walker Bueller's had a great year. He's had a really good year. Yeah, but again, you know, Bryce Harper right now, you look at the numbers, and he had, his 18th, he had his 18th home run today, if I'm not mistaken, because he did hit a home run he's off up of to Walker. 20, he's up to 20 now. Was it 20? I thought it was, okay. All right, so that's good. That's really good. There's only 45 RBIs, a lot of solo shots, but 65 runs scored, 302 average, and a 413 OBP. I I don't I, – I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place here, Timmy. I apologize. Yeah. But I saw yeah. a little blurb. I didn't dig into it that mm-hmm. Tatis Jr. was shagging fly balls in center field, and the, <laughs> the capsule said he vows to come back this year. To me, I, I, I don't want to hear vows to come back this year. That's not what I no. want to hear. I want to hear no. I'm coming back next week. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'll be back in three games. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. There's a lot of people vow to come back this year. <laughs> right. Uh, Alberto Mondes, he's probably one of them. Yeah, Michael Trout. We haven't heard anything. We can go, uh, we yeah. go through the list. I mean, yeah, Jacob DeGrom can, yeah. vows to come back. It's like, <laughs> yeah. no, yeah. don't vow to come back. Come back. <laughs> yeah, get your butt out on the field and start <laughs> delivering right. for my fantasy team, right? <laughs> I know, I know, Timmy. Oh. So I that really worried me. And, uh, I mean, I don't know why in the world he'd come back in center field and not at shortstop unless – Unless his arm's that bad, he can't throw. I don't know. Yeah, I I have no idea what that was all about, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend uh, pretend that I you know that I do know anything there. I uh, I I do know one thing. Reed Detmers is probably a little bit early for the show. He hasn't gotten an out yet, and the Dodgers are up one nothing in the bottom of the first. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. A, uh, it happens. He, it's a, it, we call that doing a Daniel Lynch. <laughs> yeah, doing the Lynch. Yep. Doing the Lynch. So, uh, yeah. So, so you were talking about MVPs, and you know, yeah. a lot of the. I mean, Acuna was having an MVP season. Tatis Jr. was definitely having an MVP season. Yeah. So a lot of his competition has fallen fallen away, and all of a sudden, yeah. you look at what Freddie Freeman is doing, Timmy, and all of a sudden that yeah. batting average seems to go up five or ten points every year, and he's up to twenty four home runs, I think I saw, and eighty R- mm-hmm. RBIs, two eighty batting average, is crazy on base yeah. percentage again. So he's yep. been very good too. Yeah, I know there's a few options there, but I just wanted to throw those two names out there because yeah. a month ago nobody was talking about either one of them, right? No. So you think the Phillies hold uh, the run differential is still minus five, Tim? Yeah, it's still minus five, but when you compare the runs scored 
uh, out of Philadelphia to the Mets. You know, the Phillies have scored 100 more runs this year than the Mets. 518 to 416. That, that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, from 416 puts their offense ahead Last. of. Last. Uh, no, they're ahead of Pittsburgh. Uh, 405. You're right. You're right. Timmy didn't see the four. Yeah. They're second. That's yeah. pathetic. That that's that, just, that's unacceptable. Yes, that offense is offensive. It really yeah. is. You know, Conforto has hasn't gotten it going all year. Lindor's missed a good chunk of the year. It just and he wasn't that good when he was there, Tim. Let's face it. He's he was not Francisco Lindor that we took with the tenth pick in the draft. That's that's not what he's returned to fantasy owners. No, I I know in my in that uh, uh, fantasy baseball invitational. Okay, my first two picks were Yelich and Lindor. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so as you know, it, it it hasn't been good. But you you look at the Mets' offense, and you know Nemo's missed time. Alonzo's been okay, but McNeil has missed time. You know they traded for Javier Baez. Uh, Dominic Smith's been hot and cold. J.D. Davis was out for an extended period of time. They've dealt with a, a myriad of injuries. And when healthy, they just simply haven't produced, Rich. They really haven't. Yeah, I'm going to go back to my NFBC team and just look at the draft team. I'm going to tell you the yeah. the uh, the draft from draft board. I'm going to tell you the first 15 picks, and yeah. just because the first round's been, it's not been good, Tim. No, it's been it's, brutal. It's been brutal. Acuna out for the yep. season. Mookie Betts, Timmy. It's not been good. Well, he's hurting too. Yeah, Garrett Garrett Cole was picked number three. He's been very good, Timmy, but not the same guy after they got rid of the sticky stuff. Uh, no, uh, we weren't counting on a run with an ERE north of five out of Garrett Cole, were we? No, nope. Tatis Jr. has been great, Timmy, but if, if yeah. now he's vowing to come back the rest of the season, that's <laughs> not good. Shane yeah. Bieber, we talked about him on Friday. No sign when he's coming back. I think he yeah. was playing long yeah. toss today or yesterday or something. That's not good. So that that means he's probably due to be back the second week of October, right? Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, at some point yeah, they're just going to shut him down. Timmy, they're they're it's Cleveland. You know, yeah, it's Cleveland. Degrom, we've talked enough about. Trey Turner's been fantastic. So he's been yes. arguably return well Tatis Jr. has been really good arguably has been the best first round pick Juan Soto Timmy been very good not great yeah and he's uh he's got a knee issue right now if I'm not mistaken yep Mike Trout was really good for the first six weeks and we he's MIA Tim we don't know where he is yeah he's uh he's in idle mode Rich (laughs) uh Cody Bellinger Timmy uh arguably terrible that's being kind, yes. Yeah, it's been terrible. Trevor yeah, Story has been okay. Yeah, for a fourth-round pick. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Christian Yelich, Timmy, has not well, been Christian Yelich, and he's missed a lot no. of time. Trevor Bauer, Team 13, Wilson picked him. Uh, right, so yeah. did so did I in labor, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, he sucks. Um, yeah. Jose Ramirez has been great, Timmy. Yeah. Uh, yeah and Freddie Freeman's been very good. So you're looking at a terrible first round. You're looking at three out of 15 success rate. Yep. And anybody who, who paired up a first round pick with a second round, a first one, you know, one of the 12 of the 15 mm-hmm. with a bust in the second round, you're SOL. Uh, you know what I mean? It's, 
it's it's tough going. It really is. Well, some of really. the busts, Timmy, Francisco Lindor oh. in the second round, Alberto Mondesi, a complete bust. Oh. Uh, I mean, Luis Castillo's been I, – I don't know how you evaluate no. that, Timmy. Terrible the first two months of the season. R- unbelievable the next two or three months. Of, I mean, I guess that's been good, right? Well, no, because you got all the suckatooge from the first two months <laughs> in your stats. <laughs> suckatooge. All right, let's look that up. <laughs> oh, look, yes, there's a there's a picture of Luis Castillo. Today, Rich. <laughs> exactly, Aaron Nola, Timmy. I, oh, yeah, brutal. been great for a f- number four pitcher on your team. Yeah, if that, yeah. Bryce Harper's been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucas Giolito, Tim. I mean, good, very good, not great. Not anywhere close to great. If I'm not mistaken, his ERA's closer to four than it is three. Yep, yep. Jack Flaherty was the next guy taken, and I mean, look, he's been he's missed most of the season. Three ninety eight ERA for Giolito. Yeah, that, it's unacceptable, Timmy. That's not good. No, it isn't. No. Max Scherzer. I mean, he's been very good, Timmy. He's been hurt yep. a lot. But he's been Kyle Tucker. Been solid. Solid. I mean, yeah, Brandon Woodworth has been absolutely great. And then Corey yeah. Seager was the last guy taken the second round. Sure. Timmy, I mean, how many at-bats does he have? A hundred? Uh, if he has that, I will tell you in about three seconds. Uh, well, I don't know. The four home runs has to help you and the one <laughs> stolen base. But, yeah, <laughs> he's up to 172 at-bats. The four home runs. That's great. Hey, I, I, Timmy, I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this before. I mean, it is remarkable the, the first two rounds. You're win- people are winning their leagues not at the top of the draft, and yeah. you usually no, don't see not. that. Yeah, no. You, usually, if I'm not mistaken, off the top of my head, I believe 50% is the, is the, is the rate of success failure in the first round. Mm-hmm. Okay, somewhere around half of them don't work out and return their value. But we're looking at, you know, three on 15, that's 20%. Yeah. Returning value. That's not good. So, and you toss it in with the second round. Yeah, the d- drafts, leagues are going to be won this year on rounds through three through six. Plus, if you nailed one of the ones or two, if you nailed the first two rounds, odds are pretty good your top three in your league. After that, if you if you nailed one of two, you got to nail somebody in three through six. And the late round picks, the guys like Cedric Mullins, who went, who is the first player in the AL to go twenty twenty this year, mm-hmm. you nailed some of those late round picks. Jonathan India, hey, you're gold. What about Marcus Simeon? So Simeon, let me tell you my Simeon. team here. I, nobody likes to hear about my team, but it's fascinating. Trevor Bauer is my first pick. Manny Machado has been solid. My second pick. Yep, Tyler yeah. Glasnow was my third pick, and Anthony Rendon was my fourth pick. And I'm winning my league. You know why? You yeah, the, the late-round picks. <laughs> Altuve, Tommy Pham, Will Smith, Marcus Simeon, uh, yep. Reese Hoskins, Wander Franco. I got Chris Sale, which hopefully I got Jesse Winker, Tarek yeah, Skubal, Brandon Belt. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, it's, it's Casey Mize. I, I, I nailed it at the end. I got Cedric Mullins in the 29th round. If he's not everybody's fantasy MVP, it has to be, Timmy. I bet you if you go look at all the leagues in uh, NFBC and CBS, Cedric Mullins has got to be on a top three team. Uh, In a lot of them, yes. But 
not, I've got Cedric Mullins and Toten Labor, and I'm sixth and seventh, respectively, in those two leagues because mm-hmm. I got no pitching. My <laughs> offense is world class, but uh, again, if I had pitching, I'd be rocking it in both leagues. Uh, yeah, definitely. If you own Cedric Mullins, you should be top three in your league, yeah. assuming assuming you didn't blow it up on the pitching side here, of things. Here was the hate for Cedric Mullins to me in early January, because I drafted this team on January 1st. The hate for Cedric Mullins. Here's the guys that I took on my team before Cedric Mullins. Jackie Bradley Jr. I took Eddie (laughs) Olivares before I took uh, Cedric Mullins. I took Kevin Newman before I took Cedric Mullins. I mean, I took everybody, and I finally said, all right, well, let me take Cedric Mullins because Tim likes him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, the only, <laughs> that's the only reason. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, all my cons- all my consistent nattering over the years came to fruition, eh? <laughs> it, it, it is, it is uh, remarkable to me. I have no idea where we are on the show. Uh, let's get back real quickly. So Philadelphia <laughs> wins the a- NL East, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think the Braves finished second. Uh, the Mets third. Milwaukee, Tim, they, uh, you know, all of a sudden the Cincinnati Reds are five and a half games back. Did any chance they catch the Brewers? Yeah, there is a there is a chance, and, and I'll tell you exactly why there is a chance. And uh, I'm just going to my waiver wire real quickly here because I I happened to do some digging today, and you know that. Of the 51 games remaining, the Reds have 20 games against the Cubs, Marlins, <laughs> and Pirates. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, they have got 40% of their schedule up against three of the worst teams in baseball. So based on that, I don't think right now we can write the Cincinnati Reds off of anything. That's interesting. And you got it. It looks like based on the performance of Woodruff and Wood, Woodward and um, Peralta and uh, 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 Burns. Burns, those guys yeah. look like they might be getting tired, Tim. Well, they're talking about resting them a little bit, but you know what? That that plan might change very, very quickly if the Reds start closing that gap, and they're only six games out. Yeah. You know, all it all it takes, you know, Cincinnati in the past ten is eight and two. Brewers are seven and three, so I mean yeah. they they're winning and they keep looking, and Cincinnati's not going away. Yeah, no, Cincinnati's not going away. All it would take for Milwaukee is to have a three and seven week, and the and the Reds to have a seven three week, and you're in a tie. Let's talk about the NOS. The Giants, Timmy, are up by four on the Dodgers, and I have to tell you, this the Padres are fading, Tim. They're seven and a half games back. The Padres are fading, and the Giants with 70 wins. They're the first team to, first team in baseball to reach that magic number. Good for the San Francisco Giants. I, I salute them. It's been a great year, and the only I I don't I see that as a two horse race, with one of those two teams making a making a wild wild card spot. I don't think the Padres have enough. I agree. I think that with Tatis Jr. hurt, yeah. it, that, it does feel like a Jacob deGrom type of injury. It's like that's, that's your horse, and you got to look around the clubhouse, and you don't see him playing. That, that's got to be a real bummer to everybody. Yeah, and I'd be willing to bet that uh, 
both the Giants and Dodgers, uh, they have some games with Arizona coming up. And Arizona, by the way, owns sort of the uh, the record for being furthest out of first place at 35 <laughs> and a half games. <laughs> They're terrible, Tim. Oh, uh, all right, so let's let's look at the wild card very quickly here. Let me scroll back yes. up to the top. The wild card, I don't know why I see this big, um, I'm going to move the Skype thing out of the way. All right, so the wild card. Let's get down to the uh, – currently, if the uh, season were to end today, that would be the Giants, Brewers, and Philadelphia. The wild right. card would be the Dodgers and San Diego, but the Reds out by two. The Braves out by six. The Mets out by six and a half. Is, I mean, it looks like it's Cincinnati's the only one that's really got a shot. Yeah, and I'm going to go with and Dodgers. Say, can you say that again? You cut out? I'm going to go with the Reds and Dodgers. Wow. That's interesting. Wow. San Diego spent so much, Timmy. Yeah, they did. And, you know, hey, if Fernando Tatis was healthy, it might be a different story. But, I, again, we're looking at uh, a definite maybe we see him sometime soon. That's That's not enough. They need Tatis in that lineup every day. And, uh, again, uh, I don't see it, Rich. If I'm the Dodgers, Timmy, I do not want to see Luis Castile in a a nine-inning play-in game. That's that's not the guy I want to see. No, it it definitely is not the guy you want to see. Uh, It it, it could be really, really interesting. Uh, Wouldn't that that be awesome? Be awesome. And again, I'm not a Dodger. No, no, of course not. I got no no vested interest in anybody, but wouldn't it be cool if Cincinnati ended up beating the Dodgers in the play-in game? I, I that's that's what I, that's the stuff you live for, Timmy. When you're just a baseball fan, you don't root for a particular yeah. team. I mean, you want the story, and it would be great. It would be yeah. great. Um, and the Giants are an. If you have you taken a look at the players on the Giants, Timmy, most of those guys aren't signed for next year. I mean, it's a. I mean, Gossman's not signed. Belt's not signed. Shortstop's yeah. not signed. Posey's not signed. And it was. It's like. They were basically the Cubs or the Nationals who actually got hot at the right time and have played very well, and they kept that team together and went for it. Well, and you look at their everyday lineup, okay? You got Lamont Wade leading off. Who is not a bad little player, by the way. No, but again, yeah, then you got him up, Brandon Belt's hitting in the two two spot now that he's back. Two home runs. Buster Posey. Yeah, two home runs, I know. Buster Posey is batting third. Brandon Crawford, fourth. Brandon Crawford, I don't think he was drafted as a top 20 shortstop. <laughs> no, he Okay. <laughs> Chris Bryant, who they brought in, uh, batting fifth. Yastrzemski, Alex Dickerson, Tommy LaStella. And Darren Ruff is having a huge season. 35-year-old Darren Ruff. Wilmer Flores, another great year. I think he's got 12, 13 home runs. Uh, they're doing it as a team. You know, uh, is it fair to call them Tampa Bay West or Tampa Bay is San Francisco East? Something like that. Yeah, it's you know, I think from a result standpoint, you can argue that it's just, mm-hmm. I think Tampa did it a lot with younger players and more metric base yeah. as opposed to the giants just did it with a bunch of old guys that yeah. are playing over their recent, uh, statistical head. If you know what I mean? Well, yeah, but who had Jake McGee picked for Fireman of the Year? 
I know. I know. Battling it out with Mark Melanson. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I'd love to see San Francisco do it again, Timmy. Um, and I'd love to see the Dodgers go down in a playing game. I really would. I mean, no, no offense, to all of our Dodgers fans. I'm sorry, but I mean, if you can't see that, you know, from a ba- how good, great that would be from a baseball standpoint. That's that's fun. Well, yeah. Show me the money is golfing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, first, the first week of October, right? <laughs> and, and and why you want to see the, the Yankees not make the playoffs and all hell break loose in New York. Brian yeah. Cashman loses his job. And, you know, like, yeah. that's fun. <laughs> that, well, <you> yeah. <laughs> well, there's nothing more There's nothing more fun than a disgruntled Yankees fan other than a disgruntled Red Sox fan, right? <laughs> exactly. Speak, one thing we didn't cover was last weekend. I don't know if you saw – any of the games, but Houston went into the Dodgers, and it was brutal, Timmy. I mean, the the Dodgers fans beat the snot out of uh, out of the Houston Astros. And how did Houston do on the field? They did quite well, Tim. Y- yes, they did. Uh, uh, did you uh, happen to catch the clip of Carlos Correa with his hand behind his ear as he's running around the bases on the home run? Did you yeah, catch that one? I did. I did. Yeah. And Alex Bregman was in By the way, where's oh, yeah. Alec Bre- Alex Bregman, Tim? He's working out with Mike Trout. No, he's at Triple <laughs> <laughs> He's He's at Triple A. He's supposed to be back this week. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. No, he's been rehabbing, and I think he's ready to rock. I think he'll, uh, I think he'll be in the lineup uh, this week. Timmy, that is that is our second segment. Let's get back and, and cover your waiver wire, my friend. Yeah, this could be a five-hour podcast. Yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. People seem to like the new uh, ad intro, Timmy, with uh, okay. uh, Sebastian Bach uh, with a rock and roll guitar. So. Uh-huh. Nice. Oh, yeah. I'll have to give it a listen, Rich. Uh, I'll, send, I'll send you the clip, Tim. Well, thank you. It's Twenty <laughs> no, seconds. Better if, if, you, if you send me the clip, I'll I'll, I'll get get around to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the closer report. We don't want to do the closer report yet. So let's let me go to the home at Prospect Three Sixty One. First guy on yes. the list, Timmy. 
Is the man the myth? No, just the man, the legend, Brandon yes. Belt. Yeah, as my intro, it's time to revisit the Belt for <laughs> Hall of Fame discussion. <laughs> it's, it's that time, Rich. Uh, hey, three games, three balls out of the park. Uh, I put it in, in my narrative. It leaves them six homers shy of the never-attained 20-homer mark. 51 games left on the schedule. I'm betting he finally gets there. I'm I'm all in on Brandon Belt for 20 home runs, Rich. So I think I'm going to, once Brandon Belt retires, and then he's got five years before he can be a Hall of Fame, I'm going to try to start petitioning. Hopefully you will join me to at least get Brandon Belt one vote, Timmy. Just one vote for Hall of Fame. That'd be awesome. Well, well, yeah, you know, with with your writing credentials, why don't you apply for the right to vote? Right? <laughs> I think I got a, yeah, I don't know if that's there. They let very few Internet people on the on the committee you have to be like work for a major newspaper so so that's that's okay. that so uh, that sucks yeah it does it does they just because it, there was your vote right they literally just let, started letting guys in like keith law into you know so oh, i got a ways yeah. to go before they're gonna invite <laughs> me so uh <laughs> yeah. well it was a good thought right yeah but i mean i i can still petition people and say come on i mean somebody give them a vote that that's all. Just one little yeah. me, me, measly vote. That's all we're asking for. Um, yes, start for the beat writer with the Giants. That would be your first step, right? Yeah, he's a good dude and all that. Yeah. So yeah, and I I think look, twenty four percent rostered. I think he can be solid as long as he can stay healthy, Timmy, which he that's probably it. can't. But if he stays yeah. healthy, I think he'll be decent. I'm rooting for him. Kyle Farmer, Timmy, first base, second base, shortstop, third base. Well, yeah, you know, I've been watching him for weeks, and I'm, I keep saying to myself, it's not going to last. I can't put him in my waiver wire, okay? I just can't do it. And then every week, he just keeps hitting and mm-hmm. hitting. And he's actually at the stage where he probably should have been rostered a few weeks ago. He's up to 43%. But now I've given him the kiss of death because I've mentioned him, okay? Uh, we'll see what happens next week. But I just had to mention him finally because he's – playing really well for the Reds and he he deserves he deserves a mention Josh Rojas Timmy I, I have a, a scout friend who thought this guy was has it has a chance still thinks he has a chance to be a star I don't okay. see it but I mean I he's been very good yeah he has uh you know not as much power or speed uh, mm-hmm. as we'd like but uh it didn't help the Arizona Diamondbacks one bit with him missing the past couple of weeks. They got to get him back. Uh, again, if you're looking for runs scored, assuming somebody gets any hits behind him, uh, he should be on base and score a few runs for you. So, again, he's coming off the IL this week. So, I, uh, if you're looking for a middle infielder, somebody you can swing into the outfield, I'd recommend giving uh, Rojas a look. So, Timmy, the next one I, I, I have some problems with, and that's Hoy John Park. I don't uh, just some. <laughs> I don't I don't get it, Timmy, if I may. His okay. exit uh, it's been a very, very small sample size. His exit velocity is in the bottom ten percent of the league. Sprint speed according to Statcast, he's not very fast. So I okay. I, I he's got a Babbitt of four forty four. I, I don't I don't get it. Small sample size. Richard. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's... <laughs> uh, 
And, uh, you know, come on. He's, he's an Asian player. If I don't mention him, okay, they'll take away my fantasy card, right? The only reason I didn't put a comment is because you said in deeper and NL-only formats, he's worth our – yeah, okay. I, I will buy okay. that. If you're playing in NL-only, yeah. yes, you're looking yes. for anybody who's, who's breathing yeah. at this point. Yeah, you put your right hand on your left wrist. And you look for a pulse. That's what you're looking for in AL and NL only leagues at this stage of the game. He'll be a fairly sought after commodity because he's playing every day right now. Mm-hmm. So again, uh, yeah, in NL only, I, I'm not recommending you cut Francisco Lindor for him yet. Yeah. You you know what the two worst uh, words in fantasy baseball are, Tim? Uh, no, but I think I'm going to find out. COVID IL. Yes. I, again, uh, I, I I hate you for this, but I'm going to give you some love because you were absolutely right. You said it would be a major issue this year. I thought, no. I mean, we're past it. And, Timmy, yeah. the, it, it's been brutal. It, it, it yeah. comes out of nowhere, and well, you're done actually, for 10 days, Timmy. Yeah, actually, it doesn't really come out of nowhere. A lot of it comes out of Florida. I believe yeah, the, Yanke- well. the, Yanke- <laughs> the Yankees, with their latest, you know, they spent some time in Florida, and now they got Rizzo on the COVID IL. And he's that gone. guy's, and he's a he does, he's not vaccinated. He doesn't want to get vaccinated, and he's yeah. he's a cancer survivor. I, I don't yeah, even I, I don't I don't understand. I don't want to get into it. I don't understand it. <laughs> no, I, I'm. I'm I'm the same. Yeah, I no comment. But, you know, at some point in time, the way things are exploding, is there a possibility that they might do something about games in Florida? I know Jazz Chisholm flu symptoms again today. Uh, like, that's crazy. Uh, if I had a competing team, I'd be very – I'd have them go into Florida and I'd have them in isolation just to try and minimize the possible – future outcomes you know we're down to seven weeks left in the season you know if you're the philadelphia phillies and you're playing uh, a four-game set in florida like man i'd have those guys locked in the room at seven o'clock i, I think i think they're oh. going to have to change something timmy this is it's gotten out of control and mm-hmm. you know the the yankees spent a lot to get uh, rizzo on their team and you know, he's gone for 10 games. Now, again, you could argue could have pulled a hammy or whatever, but they got to put a bubble around these guys just like they did last year. And there, there's way more uh, COVID IL stuff this year than there was last year, Timmy, way more. Uh, well, hey, the numbers in the real world are starting to support some of it, Rich. So, again, it's a, it's a situation that is as much as we would like it to go away, it it's not going away. No, it's I worry. I worry what that. happens as as we get down to the stretch run, which we're entering now, and particularly we get to the playoffs, and all of a sudden, you know, you're you're in the World Series, and a team gets five guys out on COVID. I mean, that's that's not good for the game, Timmy. No, it's not good for the game, and you know, hey, let's face it, the results on a day-to-day basis are reflecting are reflective of what's going on in the world and that's not going to change deep benches and you're going to see a lot an awful lot of roster shuffling over the next six weeks that's just the way it is yeah i mean timmy i don't know about you what it's like in canada but i can tell you that Lori and i have started we put our mask back on early last week you know, every time we go into a store now, we got our mask back on. We're both vaccinated, but it's it's. I'm trying to protect other people. I mean, I, I'm yeah. not going to get sick if I do. It's going to be minor. But 
And most people around here, Timmy, are wearing masks again. And uh, I never took mine off, Rich. Yeah, well, we did public. because yeah. we bought into it's over, and it's not. <laughs> it is just, it's not. Yes, if you can survive a week with your with the same active lineup that you started on Monday, and everybody playing, you're doing well right now. Yeah, be thankful. Yeah, I agree, and it's uh, to me. It's, I think baseball is leading this highlight of what's going on because i mean i follow it closely and yeah when you see all the numbers you know in the press about like whatever but then you see your guy on your fantasy team go and it's like it's happening all over the place it's time we do something about it anyway uh yep carter keyboom timmy is it time finally for carter keyboom to be the prospect we thought he was going the player we thought he was going to be three years ago when he was a prospect well the Hey, we had cautious optimism heading into this week. He had two homers, drove in six runs. Uh, it's time to ignore the past and move forward with the future and go get him and get him rostered. Odebell, whether it's just yeah, Odebell, yeah, yeah. He's you know, hey, hitting at the top of the order in Philadelphia. Philadelphia scoring a pile of runs. He's got Segura, Harper, Real Muto, and Hoskins batting behind him. He's going to score a pile of runs. So uh, I think you have to look at Odebel Herrera. Hoskins could hit the, the IL this week, Timmy. He's been he's been hurting. Yes, he has, and he didn't play today. So, uh, I don't think he's played again, all weekend. Yeah, I don't think he has either. Uh, I'm probably going to sit him this week if I have options. My three guys. My three guys are the next three guys in the list: yep. Louis Brinson, Eddie Oliveras, and Danny Lynch. Timmy, there are three of my guys, and uh, all three in a row. Tell me about them. Well, you know, <laughs> what can I say about Brinson? I swore it wouldn't happen, but here we are. Uh, yeah, I'm recommending Louis Brinson this week. Why? He's gone eight for twenty-one with a homer and seven RBIs. Five of them in one game, but still, hey, it's seven. Uh, last night he did the unthinkable. He took a walk. <laughs> He's had a good week, uh, something the rest of the Marlins offense hasn't. So if you're looking for an outfielder, get him while he's hot. And right now, Brinson's playing well. Yeah, I mean, this, uh, you know, look, it's 30% strikeout rate, a 3% walk rate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, God love him, Timmy. I, I hope it works out for him. But, mm. yeah, if he's hot, you got to get him in. But it, 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 I'm not sure. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm not at the same level with Brinson as I am with Brandon Belt in supporting for all of all of Fame nomination. But he's hot, and right now, hey, we're running out of players, we're running out of options. Anybody who's wielding a hot bat, like even you know Rowdy Tellez, is doing well in Milwaukee. You got to get those guys when they're hot. We're down to the last seven weeks, and yeah, get all the numbers you possibly can. Eddie Oliveras is playing on my NFC team, Tim. I'll I'll leave it at that. He's he's been an all week. So, and did so is that. Cur- did you did you curse him when they sat him? It, I probably didn't one- reckon. I probably didn't. No, I probably wasn't following it that closely. Well, he had three homers in four days, and then they put Ryan O'Hearn in the outfield on the oh, fourth geez. day. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's why I put Ryan O'Hearn should not be a stumbling block to opportunities. <laughs> but <laughs> let's hope the Royals. Are. I, I just when I saw that, I shook my head. Three home runs in the week, and they're sitting him. I'm like, come on. I have no idea why Eddie Alvarez is still up, Timmy, but he's still up, and I think he went over four today. But uh, he's been he's been doing well. 
Yeah, he's been doing okay, and he deserves the opportunity to play every day heading down the stretch. The Royals got nothing nothing to prove. Uh, I'm starting Daniel Lynch this week, Tim. I started him uh, for both games this past week. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. You got to be. You got to put this guy in, and, and the three first three games, put it out of your mind. He could pull. A, he could put a, pull a Lynch, Timmy. There's no question. He could pull a Lynch, yeah. but it looks a lot better. Well, yeah, it, it, three solid starts against the Tigers, the Jays, and the White Sox. Two of those offenses are pretty darn good, and he looks solid. So, it's it's time to get him in there. I agree. Let's see what Eddie Oliveras did. He didn't play today. He went over four yesterday. So uh, that's why he didn't play today. Yeah, but that's that's what you should do. Not goes two for three with two home runs and then sit him the next yeah. game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, three three home runs in four games or whatever. Yeah, and they find a way to get him to ride the pine. That's a confidence builder, isn't it? Let's take a quick break, Jeez. Timmy. Get back and let's continue with the conversation. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We just got through Daniel Lynch. Tanner Houck, Tim. Yeah, you know what? I look at that team, and I think Boston would... The, the problem with Tanner Houck, he's, he's pitched well. Okay, and I like the stuff. But Chris Sale's coming back, which leaves Boston. They've already shipped Martin Perez to the bullpen. Okay, I think I which, think the next which move, bullpen? Triple A, Double A, or the major leagues? <laughs> one, pick one. It's the right spot, no matter I, which I can't, level. You and I traded Martin Perez in a league, and I can't remember who got him. I know the other guy got us, Drupal Cabrera. Can we just agree that was a lose lose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, neither one of us, okay, are standing on a soapbox somewhere yelling about it. <laughs> no, that, that ain't happening. We, we've got a lot of mileage out of that trade, though. Man, that was a brutal trade. Both those guys. Oh. Well, probably as Drupal Cabrera. Obviously, as Drupal Cabrera's had the better career. But Martin Perez should have been better than what he turned out to be. And he just never developed him. No, it just never, it just never happened. Speaking of developments, I'm looking at the ad below Tanner Hogue and... If that happens when you take a t- testosterone supplement, I don't think I want to. Jeez, <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure what site you're visiting. And of course, the next I'm guy is site. <laughs> the next guy is well, oh. they're customized advertisements, Timmy. That's Google oh. ads, so it based on oh. your interest. <laughs> oh well, yeah, okay. Thanks, Rich. So <laughs> here's Nailed mine. It. 
mine says, here's how bad mine is. It says coupon codes available. So I'm thrifty, Timmy. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, mine has this hot babe talking about testosterone supplements. Okay. And, I, I, and I'm clipping coupons. I don't know, Tim. I'm going to start visiting the site you visit. Louis Skill. <laughs> Oh, round one went surprisingly well. Round, round two went really good today. Uh, I did mention in my write-up that, yeah, this stuff's great. The bugaboo has always been the free passes, 36 walks, 60 innings this year. Uh, so far, so good. Uh, he's a definite ad, and he's somebody that I honestly think is going to be overpaid for this weekend. Yeah. I, I think people are going to spend a small fortune on Luis Gill. And you know what? Uh, he might return it. But I just wish that of the two games he started this week, one of them was against the White Sox or the Jays or, you know what I mean? Uh, hey, not, not, yeah, he had a couple easy games. And hey, granted, not, he handled them extremely well. Uh, I would, I'd be hesitant if I won him this week to start him next week against the White Sox on the road. I I would probably pass on that. I'm desperate for pitching a league, Timmy. I'm, I'm going all in. Okay. So Daniel Lynch is owned, so I'm going all in. Go for it. Go for it. I, and and I, I, I fully recognize, and I've, I've said it to you, it's a sucker mm-hmm. pickup, but I sometimes you have to do sucker pickups, Tim. I know the risk. But... Yeah, we're at that stage <laughs> of the season where, yeah. yeah. I, I got to go for it. I mean, who who, who else is going to come up, Tim? <laughs> so, Griffin ja- Griffin Jacks is that the money? Am I going to spend all my rest of my money on Griffin? That's who I want now. Uh, David Cruz. Who? Or Davy Garcia? Sorry, uh, Davy Garcia. Yeah. Davy Garcia. Uh, okay, I don't yeah. know. I think no, he's no, a re- no. I think he's a reliever. Yeah. I, I think. I don't, yeah. So. I've seen it. I saw him pitch the no hitter, Timmy, and I wrote that he was a reliever. And that's that was pretty ballsy. Marco Gonzalez, Timmy. Anything to say about him? We we know who he is, right? Yeah, we know he, who he is, but uh, he shut down the Yankees in the Bronx Zoo uh, in his last outing, and he's got the Rangers coming up next. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking at a pitcher to stream to get active, yeah. uh, I think you want to look. You start every you start everybody against the Rangers, Timmy. Yep, Marco Gonzalez, and uh, immediately above him was Vladimir Gutierrez. He oh, it's sorry. been very in- inconsistent, but again, I, that's where I mentioned the Cubs, Marlins, and Pirates. He's going to have some soft games coming up, so it might be the right time to buy in on Gutierrez based on that schedule and the fact he's pitching better lately. Uh, then Ross Stripling. I've always kind of liked Ross Stripling. Yes. He was, you know, who Tony Gonsolin is the new Ross Stripling. Does that does that make sense in Dodgerland? Yeah, probably a, a swingman because that that's really who Ross Stripling is. I mean, he's a guy that yeah. can he can spot start and he can come in and pitch three or four innings in a in a bit of a blowout. Yeah, I think Gosling is that guy as well. Gosling's hurt yeah. a bit, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's on the IL. Yeah, uh, but Stripling, hey, he's going to get lots of support from the Jays' offense, and he's pitching a little bit better. So I think it's time to jump back on the Ross Stripling bandwagon. Remember, Gosling was a reliever in college, Timmy. FYI. So uh, okay. Griffin Jacks, Timmy. Who is Griffin Jacks? He's a pitcher in the Twins organization that allowed 17 earned runs in his first 17 and two-thirds innings. So he had one good outing, so he's on the list? Is that, is that why we have him? 
Well, no, actually, in that sixth <laughs> appearance, he allowed one run over four innings against the White Sox, and followed up, followed it up with a win in one of the games, but back-to-back solid outings against the Cardinals and the Astros. Mm. Okay, now, hey, I, uh, I think in AL only leagues, we should be looking at Jacks. Not quite yet in mixed leagues, but his past three outings have been solid, and you know he's going to pitch every fifth day. So, uh, caveat, AL-only leagues, give him a look. Let's take a look at who this who this chat, this guy is. Griffin Jack. Do you just like saying his name? I, 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 you know, the first thing that came to my mind, I was thinking, of what, how, would, how would I put in, and it's not really difficult, I should have said pick up Jacks. Yeah. The old game, you remember that? Of course, I remember that. So that yeah. was was that spelled J? That was spelled Jacks, like J C K, though, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would have been a clever, clever way for me to end that one. But it it would have been too bad, Timmy. Yeah. So exit velocity I, is eighty nine point seven. So mm-hmm. you know, it's okay. It's about mid pack. Right. Um, fastball ninety two point two with an okay mm-hmm. spin on it. Slider's mm-hmm. a great, great looking slider. Um, mm-hmm. Changeup looks okay. Yeah, so he's got some pretty good secondary pitches. The fastball's not great, though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's all I got. Yeah, well, you know, hey, in AL-only leagues, uh, again, it's, hey, pickings are slim, so, you know, and it, I'm probably going to pick him up in several leagues where I have no hope of getting out of the basement knee or and whip. Well, that's the <laughs> – Timmy, can I be mean? Yeah, no, you 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 can be yes. Isn't that every league that you're in? <laughs> no, actually, no, it isn't. I'm actually winning and pitching in a couple. Just uh, the, just just the big leagues. Yeah, okay. I, I sucked. <laughs> uh, you know, Timmy, I I I, I only uh, I only tease because I can't do better. So, <laughs> so that's know, a... I'm lobbying for five by zero formats in totally huh. next year. I would do that. Wish I would do ten by zero. <laughs> Tim, let's take our final break. Let's get back. Let's do the closer report. Sounds good. All right, Timmy. I'm not doing this in order. I'm going right to Dylan Flora. Okay, a guy because I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, okay. And what would that bone be? You you told me to pick up Anthony Bender. And I then lied. I heard on our last show that you picked up Dylan Flora. I'm going, who the hell is Dylan Flora? And I looked, he was the Miami closer. And I'm going, rat bastard? Why Why don't I own him anywhere? I, I look back at my notes. Rat bastard So I look back on my notes and it said, Anthony Bender, pick up Anthony Bender. Because you, because yeah. we had the joke about Bender or Bender. Oh, pick them up both. Okay, yeah. that's what I did, McLeod. All the money was on Bender. <laughs> Everybody thought, including me, that they'd give him first. The you know Marlins would turn to him first. But Floros had a really good year and got a couple saves this past week. Uh, I, I think Floro is possibly one blow up away from being replaced <laughs> by Bender. But right now he's got the edge. And they seem to be working with him. So all of the smart money out there ended up being on the wrong guy, basically. Yeah. yeah, Including yeah. mine. Yeah, mine too. Thank you very much, Tim. So 
I'll spend what little I have left now on Dylan Flora. So I think <laughs> and I'll probably get uh, no more save opportunities, and and then Bender will. So well, it's 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 the Marlins. So who knows what's going to happen there? They can't score any runs. So so one of the big news items, Timmy. Mean, it's pretty significant, particularly in the fantasy world, is Aroldis Chapman, who has been yeah. face it. I mean, he had a rough two week patch back a few about about a yeah. month ago, but. Other than that, he's been really, really good, and he's on the IL. They say no structural problems with his elbow, which is good. Jonathan Loiza comes in and gets the first save opportunity, but Britain was not available. So how are you handicapping this? Um, I'm not, really. I, I'm i all in on Loizaga. I I don't think Britain has looked very good since Looks returning. terrible. Looks terrible. Yes, and- and Chad Green is who Chad Green is. He's a competent reliever, but I, when I look at what Loisica has done this year, okay, with the two forty eight ERA strikeout per inning, uh, I I think I think Loisica is the guy. He's got a great arm, Timmy. I always thought he could have been a starter. So, uh, but yeah, I I, I like Loisica, and I, hopefully people kept kept on him. Uh, I would. Yeah. I'm a little worried about Chapman, Tim. Well, I think there's reason to be worried. Uh, yeah, elf, inflammation's not a good thing. No. They're You're not so- going to – I don't think they're going to be rushing him back. Uh, you know, Britain has pitched a lot better in the past week. Uh-huh. So if I – going back to your original original question, I'm all in on Loisaga, but I would handicap at 80-20 if Loisaga – I think Loisaga has to fail, mm-hmm. okay, to give Britain a shot. Yeah, well, Britton is the veteran. He's had he's obviously very proven as a closer. Timmy's it's he's a sinker ball pitcher, and he's he's got it's a field pitch, right? A lot of people don't yeah. realize that it, it's a heavy, heavy fastball, and if you don't have the feel for it, and it it's up a little bit in the zone, he's yeah. he's going to get what we see a six plus ERA. Uh, so yeah. we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I. The guy, the guy that uh, the money is going to be spent on this this weekend is Luisa guy. Yeah, well, he's owned in all the dynasty leagues, uh, but uh, but Britain is as well. So Alex Colomay, Timmy, do we dare on Alex Colomay? Hey, if you're looking for saves, uh, Robles is off to the Mets, and he's been getting smacked around, if I'm not mistaken. Taylor Rogers uh, had the job, and there's a chance he may not return to the Twins this year. So we're looking at Colome and I think Duffy. I think's in the mix, but Colome is a proven closer. He's got he's got two saves in the past week. Uh, I don't have any problems buying into Alex Colome fairly cheap. Well, you know, if I'm looking at a choice between Loisica and Colome, I'm going to probably lean Colome. Really? Because well, of the money invested to get the two of them. One you should get reasonably cheap. The other one you're going to pay for. What about Flora? Yes, he would be in the he would be in the mix. If I had to rank them, I would probably go Colome ahead of Floro. So you go Colome, Loisica, Floro. No, uh, Loisica, Colome, Floro. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you okay. Yeah. So so if you've got a hundred dollars to spend in yeah. Fab, you would spend the most of it on uh, on Loisica, and then the next guy right. would be Colome. Right. I don't have $100 of my 1000 in any of my leagues. Makes the decision relatively simple for me. People are going to pay for Loisica. Yeah. 
I think you might be able to sneak a column A or a Dylan Floro in for a reasonable. Like I picked up Floro for a, a buck or two bucks, I think, uh, last week in labor. So what about this Manny Rodriguez, Tim? Uh, interesting name, interesting player. Uh, I didn't see. I didn't see him getting opportunities as quickly as he has. Uh, the first game, he got his got his first save. Uh, actually, his last pitch was, uh, I think we were talking about it on Friday, was a 99.8 mile per hour uh, sinker. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about, uh, I don't know if it was a sinker, a fastball, call it what you want, but he, he's capable of running it up to triple digits. Sinker averaging 98 miles an hour with an 88 mile an hour slider ridiculous let's see spin rate's not great on the sinker but you don't want a big spin rate on the sinker mm-hmm. you want that to kind of fade a little bit yeah, slider flat, no. doesn't have great spin on it but let's see well the batting average on the sinker is 500 batting average on the sliders 333 what how in the world is he getting anybody out well again he's only had a couple appearances i didn't even expect to see him in a save situation but hey the cubs aren't playing for anything so, you know, he got the first save, three up, three down. Then he got lit up in his next outing courtesy <laughs> of the White Sox. The reason I included him on here is for Dynasty Leagues and Keeper okay. Leagues. Okay, I, I think that heading into next year, uh, he's going to be in the mix for saves. Uh, he might get some this year, and he might have some horrible outings. But I think in Dynasty Leagues, he's worthy of our attention where you can put him mm-hmm. in your minors, sit him there, and see what happens next year. Five foot eleven, twenty five years old. Okay, you're the great Tim McLeod. What do I know? <laughs> it's got danger, hey. danger all over it to me, Timmy. It's it's flashing. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, hey, if, if Brett Phillips can be a starter, okay, <laughs> Manuel Rodriguez can be a closer. How's hey, I, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you all kinds of hell if you t- next week there's another Cubs Cubs closer on here, Timmy. That. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, why, why did I spend all this money on, on Manny Rodriguez? Well, yeah, you, you know, you, you'll take a look in all the dynasty leagues, okay? And you'll see that I picked up Cody Hauer of the exactly. Cubs, right? <laughs> For a buck. Yeah, okay, I'm toast. <laughs> That's right, yeah, and I will I will search on that. Timmy, great show, lots of fun. We went a little bit long, and everybody loves long podcasts, so uh, so hopefully they did. But we would be remiss if we didn't find out what's what's for dinner. What's for dinner? Uh, doing something a little different. Uh, I've Vegetables? Got some <laughs> no. No, but I, there's no butter in this. Oh, my gosh. Tim. Yeah. Well, unless you, you know. No, there's absolutely no butter in this meal. Uh, what, we're do- what I'm doing is I've got some ribs in the freezer and took them out. And I'm going to take the spare ribs and I'm going to cook them uh, for an hour, hour and a half. Nice and slow. And then peel all the meat off it. And put it in sub buns, and it's a teriyaki flavored rib. Put it put it on sub buns with some cheese, and we're gonna have uh, rib subs. Wow! Seems like you have a lot of sandwiches on Sunday nights. Uh, you know, by the time we get done, the you know, I, I start my work at about seven thirty in the morning, and by the time I get the closer report and the waiver wire done, it's about ten after two, and then we go into the podcast. So. Uh, when it comes to cooking on Sunday night, something simple seems to absolutely. It yeah, it, it gets it done, Rich. So I was so I was channeling my inner Tim this week. Mm-hmm. You'll appreciate okay. this. 
Uh, so I'm Lori Cooks. I don't cook. I warm up. <laughs> so let's make sure I, I cook oatmeal, but that's barely cooking. That's boiling water and throwing throwing a grain in it. So uh, we'll so, call you the master of the microwave. Is yeah, that it, I don't know. I, I use the stove and mm. ovens and stuff. I don't I rarely okay. use them. I'm going to tell you, why I don't use the microwave, Timmy. So okay. um, I actually had to warm something up. It's after our show on Friday and we were running a little late. I had to get out. So. So the mic- microwave is sitting there, and right next to the microwave is um, one of these Amazon, um, like, I don't know, systems that you, you can talk to it and order stuff, and uh, it's also okay. a Bluetooth speaker, and I forgot. Okay, the, yeah. I, okay, you know I what it is. I can't remember what it is. Yeah. So Lori had her iPod going mm-hmm. to it. The microwave was right next to it. Timmy, I'm not making this up. I turned the microwave on, and the music started going in and out i turned the microwave on and it played perfectly I, i'm thinking that shouldn't happen <laughs> that doesn't yeah. feel good to me <laughs> no i yeah something seems amiss okay yeah, yeah i i will concur there yeah it's you know if i had an amazon sitting on my calendar <laughs> jody probably asked that person to leave right that's <laughs> true well, I, I can't oh, think of what the bad. name is, Timmy, but it's it's one of those devices. My kids mm-hmm. gave it to us for Christmas. It controls it's, your whole life and that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, you turn off the lights and lock yeah. the doors and order oatmeal yeah. or whatever you want. It's got everything <laughs> in it. But you can also yeah. use it as a Bluetooth, and the, and the microwave was in. But anyway, so this week, I think it was yesterday, uh, we had some leftover chicken. I grilled okay. the chicken up, you know, just right. you know, warmed it up. But then I I got some um, tacos, you know, uh, corn corn tacos out, right. warmed them up, and made little tacos from all the leftovers. So I put cool. some vegetables on it and some other stuff on it. And so instead of, like, putting it on a plate, I put it on a taco. We had tacos, and I felt like I was channeling my inner Tim. That, that's cool. Yeah, that, that sounds like a fun meal. I, yeah, I can get into that. Yeah. yeah it's, it's amazing with a taco shell, you know. Just about any leftover, you can stuff it in there and put some cheese and butter and whatever, and it's good. Yeah. So to t- tell you how great of a cook I am, Tim, it's true. Mm-hmm. Tell you how great of a cook I am. I, I went to okay. Lori and said, do I warm these taco things up or do we eat them cold? I don't know, Timmy. She goes, no, I think yeah. you warm them up. And I, and then I get on YouTube and I find out how to warm up tacos and then I go mm-hmm. get at it. Yeah. That's how That's I cool. cook. That's how hey, I with cook. Hey, with Google, anybody can be uh... – <laughs> Ferrari or whatever that guy's anybody can oh i hate that guy guy Ferrari. (laughs) he's not even a chef he's a he's a he's a celebrity that makes a lot of money by the way he's a celebrity i like the real chefs so yeah like boy rd yeah exactly i have to (laughs) share with you so there's a there's a farmer's market in town and and Lori goes goes there quite frequently on sundays and she (laughs) i thought of you and i have to take a picture of this she brought home i think it's a three pound uh, stick of butter that's oh, yeah, made, made like you'll like this made from the Amish country. <laughs> so, so, so real butter, and yeah, it was real, uh, real butter that's churned. I guess, Tim, I, I have to tell you, we ate it, it tasted like regular butter. Oh, so man. But it looks cool. It's in a you know, it's yeah, in like a little cool. bag kind of thing that looks like it was made in Amish country. I don't know, man. So, yeah. but is it fair to say that you've churned over a new leaf? I have churned over a new leaf. <laughs>
Oh my goodness, uh, Timmy, that is a wrap. We've gone an hour and a half. I got to get the dogs out for a walk. It's been yeah. so much fun. I really enjoyed tonight. Any final yeah. feedback for our uh, for our listeners? Any words of advice? Uh, yeah, when it comes to setting your lineups, if there's any doubt as to whether or not a person is going to be playing, uh, don't take the chance. Try and get your lineups active and generate as many counting stats as you possibly can. Uh, I, I don't think at this stage of the game, the, the risk, it, it, it's, you know, in close battles, it's not worth taking the risk. It really isn't. So that would be my words of advice this week. You just try and generate as many counting stats as you possibly can over over the next 7 and 14 and 28-day periods. Just- I think that's really smart, Timmy. I mean, for instance, I'm I'm playing Brandon Belt over Reese Hoskins just because, I, you know, I, I don't like the setup. I mean, he's hurt. So maybe he comes well, back on Monday or Tuesday in the next game they play. I'm not sure, but I'm not going to take the risk. No, I I don't think uh, I don't think you can take that risk right now, and you will be happy to know today that Brandon Belt did not play. It was a day of rest, but they oh, brought him oh, in to, to pinch hit, and he hit his fifteenth home run Dang. against Daniel Norris. And oh the my! Giants, best lefty the in the Giants. league, Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> And the Giants snuck out a 5-4 victory over the Brewers for their uh, lead-leading uh, 71st victory. So, Timmy, awesome. I, I, I know very little in life, uh, but I'm going to tell you, you can take this to the bank. Oh, by the way, uh, Rafael Montero in for the uh, Astros. Not in a save uh-huh. situation. <laughs> so, in case you're wondering. So, I, this yeah. I know because I've owned okay. Brandon Belt his entire career. Yes. Brandon Belt gets 80% of statistics inside of a two or three week period during the mm-hmm. season. He is the streakiest hitter you'll ever find. If he's hot, Timmy, you got to get him in. Yeah. Yeah. And shocking. The Boston Red Sox lost to the Blue Jays today after being up seven, seven to, to two, two in the, in the fourth inning, they lost nine, eight. Wow. Time to, I, wow. I would not want to face the Toronto uh, Blue Jays. Uh, they can score a pile of runs, and they did today. I think Bo Bichette is one of the more fun players to watch. He, he's got a little Javier bias in him. He swings the bat, Timmy, incredibly hard. I mean, it is all yeah. out. It looks like he's going to pull a muscle every time mm-hmm. he swings the bat. It's fun, man. It's so much fun to watch him play. Yeah, you know, it, it, I agree it is fun, but you know what? He's got to lay off on the first pitch at yeah. least once once a series he wants to hit it 600 feet though timmy every first pitch (laughs) like they're throwing they're bouncing stuff okay 30 feet in front of home plate on the first pitch because they know he's swinging at it that he's hit he's hitting a lot of he's got great hand-eye coordination though timmy i mean he 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 should be striking out a ton he really doesn't because of how much he's how much he swings up there it is remarkable how he's able to foul off pitches yeah, it, it really is. And, you know, you want to talk about first-round picks next year? Yeah. Uh, the back of the first round, he's going to be there. Does, where does Marcus Semien go next year? Uh, I have no idea. I believe it's just a one-year deal. No, 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 uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where in fantasy drafts does he go? I think a lot's going to depend on his destination. Timmy, he's been uh, fantastic. I mean, he's, he he's easily been. 2020 this year. Yeah, no, he has been, yeah, you look at the numbers this year, 
26 home runs, 68 RBIs. He scored 82 runs, 11 stolen bases. Oh, just but, 11? Okay, my bad. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you, you look at the numbers, and they are off the charts good, but he's got to have a home. Like, how, how high do you go, okay, on a player that doesn't have a home in January? I think he – don't you think he stays in Toronto, Tim? Because uh, he, he's, he's, he's a shortstop, and all the big shortstops are coming out. I would think he'd be the cheap shortstop that you could get for three years and you know, 60 $65 million or four years and $85 million as opposed to what all these guys want, which is $300 million. Well, I think a lot depends on what the Jays decide they're going to do with Jordan Groshans, for one. And secondly, uh, what they're going to do with, uh, oh, oh, I can't remember his name right now. Kevin Biggio? Kevin Biggio, yeah. The Jays have some decisions to make with regards to both those kids. Do they want to commit to Simeon for more than one year with with those two kids? Well, Simeon plays second. Uh, I think Kevin Bijou right. is, your, is your utility guy. That That's okay. what I would do. And Groshans, I mean, look, he's still a couple of years away. Um, yeah. And a lot of – usually stuff like that works itself out. He hasn't had a good, great season this year. But mm-hmm. you got Bo, Bo at, at short, Simeon at second. And, yeah. I, man, that, that feels good to me because they're in their window, Timmy. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's they not, could they could They could decide to go cheap, though, and go with Bijou at second base. And that offense would still be a good offense. Yeah, I don't really know. Really good offense. Yeah, but they got, you got, you got Springer, Simeon, Bichette, Vlad. It's your first four guys. And, and then you got, well, you got, you got Tio Hernandez in there. He's very you got good, Gurriel. too. Grychek's locked up, I think, for another two, three years. He can hit the ball. He's okay. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, a really got, good team. Yeah, they, I, th- I think it's all going to be about what the Jays, how they plan on utilizing both Biggio and Groshans over the next two years. And they'll make that decision, and uh, Biggio and Groshan owners can move forward after that fact. But Groshans is, he's not up next year. It's got to be 2023 at a minimum. He's not, yeah, had, a good, was- he's not had a good season. No, they haven't had a good season, but right now, uh, who's at third base for the Jays, Biggio or Espinal? He could force his way into the lineup, I think. That's why. Okay, good. So, good yeah, so, so you, you next year, you have Biggio at third, you have uh, Simeon at second, and right. Groshan comes up in, in 23, and if Biggio is still Biggio, then maybe he pushes him out and he becomes a utility guy, and Espinal is your utility guy until then. Yeah, it's definitely a good problem for the Jays to have, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got a pile of options in there, and you know, you look at the out the outfield. You know, you got you got Springer locked up, you got Hernandez, you got Gurriel, and you got Grychek. One of them's going to be a one of them's going to be a DH. The Jays, Jays are loaded for the next two, three years. This is their window. Yep. And they're not going to be paying, other than Springer, they're not paying a whole lot of money for this lineup, are they? That's right. And Simeon, again, if they can get him for four years, I think you I think you do that deal. If it's going to be six, seven, eight years, no way. Yeah. Yeah. But Because then all of a sudden, 
Bichette and Vlad and those guys are going to start to cost them money. But it could be that Vlad starts costing everybody money and they got to lock him up, right? I mean, he's probably going to be a 300 million a year year guy. Then again, I mean, with the weight problem, that's that's a risk. Maybe they decide not to do that. Yeah, you got a choice between him or Bichette. Who do you lock up on the $300 million deal? Can they lock up both? I don't know if they can. That's a lot... That's a lot of cash, and you got to build a rotation on top of that. But I agree with you. I think right now they could get Semyon on a three-year, $40 million type deal. Yeah. It, it, Bichette feels like I – mean, you're going you're gonna, to – here. Bichette feels like Trey Turner to me, who's a great player, yeah. a really good fantasy player. Give me Vlad Jr. any day of the week on my baseball team. Not on my fantasy team, but on my baseball team. That presence in the lineup. And if I'm oh. if I'm thinking about a guy that I can build a team around, that I'm going to have fans coming out, people want to see Vlad because he's he might hit the he's, ball 600 feet one night. Yep. Oh, yeah. And and, and he's he's a hoot. Yeah. Did you see when they taped him in the bull, the, in the dugout? Springer and the guys taped him uh, – taped him in the uh, dugout last week i did not oh they they, they taped him to a post he, oh, he oh that's right him. oh I, I saw that yeah yes yes well yeah and, and you know he, he he was when he got out of that he was uh, repositioning players he was acting as bench coach uh, he, vlad he's 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 a good guy for the team and a good and a and a good guy for the game of baseball he's a lot of fun and uh, as much as I, I like Bichette, I love Bichette as a player. I think if I have a choice between the two, I think you got to lock up Vladdy. I think, but he's going to be. I mean, he and Juan Soto, Timmy. I mean, they they were saying I was listening to Jim Bowden and uh, the other guy. You know, on, on the Sunday morning MLB thing, I was out for a run this morning. They were saying that Juan Soto has a chance to be the first five hundred million dollar player, which seems insane. I, I think Vlad's right there. Yeah, I, I, I think he's close, but I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to get the money that Juan Soto will. I don't know, man. Hit tool is very comparable. Vlad's probably got more power than Juan Soto. Juan Soto plays the outfield. Vlad's probably a DH, but maybe a, a an average first baseman. So there's the. His team's been good this year, right? I've been yeah, impressed it's been, with Vlad yeah, it's fine. But wait, yeah, wait until he gets a little older, and then you you have to argue that Vlad's probably not going to age very well. That's probably going to be be the biggest um, concern I would have if I'm if I'm on the the leadership of a team. Do I spend ten years and four hundred and fifty million dollars on a guy that might have weight problems in three years? Do you remember Cecil Fielder? Yes, at Prince Fielder. Yes. Move on. Yeah. Uh, big guys, as a rule, don't age that gracefully, do they? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but then again, if, if if the next four years, Vlad comes into camp in shape every year, then you yeah. can maybe say, well, okay, we'll spend the extra money. But that's a tough one. Versus Juan Soto's really athletic and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. But I, I don't know. I, he's a fun guy, man, and that's it's a very challenge, big challenge for the Toronto Blue Jays to figure out how to construct that team in the long term. And let's see how they do it, Timmy. I think it's yeah. it's it's going to be interesting. Well, you know what? All they have to do is uh, have Rogers agree to spend some of my cell phone money, <laughs> and it's done like dinner. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, they're one of the wealthiest teams in the in the league, Timmy. 
the Jays have the money. It's just whether or not Rogers will allow them to spend it. That's what it boils down to. And yeah. if they're they are one of the wealthiest teams in the game, there's no doubt about it. Timmy, that's a wrap, my friend. We'll talk to you on Friday. Everyone, enjoy your week. Be well, Tim. Be well, Rich. Have a good week. Oops. <laughs>